The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Our world is always so rush-rush. We can never get any personal time to ourselves, let alone those that we love. Welcome to Might Radio with host Gabriella Von Ray. Our mission, to reintroduce kindness and compassion to our busy lives. Remember when life was so much simpler? Gabriella and her guests today will pick up the ball of human kindness and by doing so, empower you to make changes in your own life. And now, here is Gabriella Von Ray. Hi everyone and welcome to another Might Radio Show. I am airing this show. I am at actually in Honolulu, Hawaii, with the ball of human kindness. And my guest is in California. Nina Amir is going to share with us the wealth of information that she has on how to achieve more inspired results. That sounds like a mouthful. Uh, Nina, welcome to my show, the Mind Radio Show on Voice America. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here today. Yeah, me too, because... um, I have seen your bio and I've seen stuff about you on the internet and I'm very, very intrigued on how you got there and how you became a best-selling author of How to Blog a Book. And you've read, you've written actually many books, but let's start out for the listener. What is your background and how did you want to start inspiring other people? Well, my background, um, I don't know how far you want me to go, but, um, you know, I... Whatever you want to share. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, I wanted to be a writer from the time I was quite young. Um, you know, I was a big reader and wanted to be a writer. And um, uh, to be honest, what happened was that I... Uh, my mother gave me one of those negative thoughts that, you know, I couldn't be a novelist. She, she said, you know, only novel, the only novelists who make a living at it are those who are really great writers. And so I thought, well, that must not be me. And so I thought, how else could I make a living as a writer? And I took a course in high school, uh, a journalism course, and with a very charismatic teacher, and I was inspired to become a journalist, and I liked magazines, and so I became a magazine journalist. And what I wanted to do was to write for all the glossy, you know, how-to magazines, all the the magazines that offered information on how to improve your life. And um, as I got older, I became very interested in personal growth, and human potential, and practical spirituality, and and um, as time went on, I began to edit books for people, and you know I worked I worked for I did work for magazines for regional magazines, uh, not for the big glossy ones. That's a whole other story. <laughs> I don't want to make my story too long, but uh, I worked for rad, regional magazines, and then I started editing books for people. And uh, along the line, I, um, as I was editing books for people, I realized that 
uh, I wanted to also write books, and I wanted to write books that would help others, and you know, that, that were along the lines of practical spirituality and human potential and personal growth. And mm-hmm. um, I set out to do that, and um, along the way. What happened was I had a literary agent who directed me to write, in order to help my career, to write books that were more in line with my actual expertise, which was writing and publishing. And so I did. And the first book that got published was How to Blog a Book. And I have another book coming out in February called The Author Training Manual. And uh, The Author Training Manual has one chapter in it that is actually about personal growth. It, it talks about um, thoughts and beliefs and how those affect actions and results. Um, and, uh, and so this is how, this is how I got, got started. And, you know, it all began really with the desire to write and then my interest in helping other people uh, to, you know, inspiring them to make changes in their life and, and how those changes occur. And, um, you know, the result aspect of that is really more to do with how you think and how you believe and how that affects your behavior. Absolutely. What I'm also hearing is that that one teacher that helped you in journalism really inspired you to continue in that branch, in that arena, right? Yes, um, he really did. I mean, it opened up to me this whole area of nonfiction writing, which became my area of expertise. I do have a novel that I wrote that needs some help. <laughs> it, it got a lot of uh, of interest in it from some literary agents, but it needs some help because I haven't been writing fiction. But yes, he opened, he inspired me, and showed me that there was a way to um, help others by mm-hmm. writing nonfiction. In a variety, yeah. you know, in in his case, it was journalism. But what I learned later was that there were a lot of ways to do that with nonfiction writing. Yeah, absolutely. What I heard too, and what really piqued my interest in when, and I'm sure the listener does too, is we're talking about human potential, and I think that's really, really important. That's literally near and dear to my heart, and indirectly has a little bit to do with the ball and human kindness because like you just said earlier we hear things in our lives that become stumbling blocks for us that become so paralyzing that we think well my mom or my dad or my best friend said no you can't do it and whatever that is right it doesn't really matter Um, whether it is that you want to be an expert in math or like you a writer or helping people but in the human potential, there is so much. And I would love for you to, to, to tell me a little bit your experience and what you would, would say, what, what you wrote in your books to help people understand that they have that within them. Yeah, you know, we learn, we're given so many um, messages as we grow mm-hmm. up, many of them, or the majority of them, really before we're even eight years old, that affect us throughout our life. Okay. You know, so, for instance, even what I said, I was just, as you were talking, I was thinking about what I said, you know, that my mother told me, you know, this thing that wasn't even, she didn't say, you're not a good enough writer. She didn't say, you, you can't write well enough to be a successful novelist. But that's what I heard. Right. And then I looked for, you know, then I looked throughout my life for confirmation of that. And that's what we do. And then I said to you, I have a novel and it needs help. It needs fixing. Right. (laughs) 
So I still yeah. carry with me this idea that I am not a good enough novelist. Yet I have an idea for a book that many people told me was good enough. But, but in my head, I still carry, at the age of 53, the idea that I probably am not a good enough novelist. So we carry these ideas with us throughout life that other people gave us. And yeah. they're, for the most part, not true. And our thoughts, to a huge extent, govern what we achieve in life. If we can change our thoughts, we can change our results. And that's such a big thing to grasp if we want to do anything But how can a listener believe in themselves when their thoughts or even their environment, Nina, is negative? You know what I mean? I meet people where their environment is really negative and they have no idea how to get out of that negative environment into something positive. Right. And that can be very hard because, you know, it's so much easier when you can surround yourself with positive people or positive situations. I usually Absolutely. tell people to start by finding something positive, you know, something to be grateful for. Um, you know, as soon as we start, um, as soon as we start feeling something positive, we can, uh, we have an easier time changing our okay. thoughts. So, I, I, I try to tell people to to do that, to look for something positive in their life, to feel grateful for, to, um, to to just look for the positive, so that they can begin to feel positive. Because there's always something there that we can be grateful for, that we can see that's good. And then we have to start just changing our thoughts. We have to start chipping away at them, and when we, we have to notice them, and when we see ourselves saying something like, I'm not a good enough writer, or like, just when I said to you, you know, my, my book needs fixing, to think that I have to have someone else fix it is, is the wrong way for me to think about it. I need to say, I can do it. I know I can do it. I, and I, so I have to stop myself in that stream of thinking and say, You know, even if it's, uh, even if, it, if you, somebody once said to me, when you hear yourself say something negative, like, mm -hmm. I can't, um, I'm not, I'm not a good enough writer, to at the end of that sentence say, until now. So, or I, you know, I, I, I'm, I can't do that. And then you can change it at the, with something at the end of it, a clause at the end. You know, I was never a good enough writer until now. Or I didn't think I was a good enough writer until now. Or, you know, I'm not a good enough writer, but I'm going to be. But I always say to people, too, that say to me, I would like to be a writer, I just say, try it. Because, I mean, there are millions and millions of people on this planet, and people have different tastes. I mean, it doesn't need to be a Pulitzer Prize, or it doesn't need to be Shakespeare. It just needs to be you. Just put your story out there. Give it a shot. Well, and that's the bigger thing. That is the bigger thing. So what I typically talk about is combining your, you know, is thinking about what you're passionate about. Yeah. And, I mean, especially when it comes to writing, you know, mm -hmm. but it doesn't really matter. Whatever it is in life that you want to do, if you have an idea okay. or you have a dream, and you have mm -hmm. passion for this, then you need to pursue it. More than likely, it's something that is your purpose in life. And I ask people to think about that. You know, do they feel called to do something? 
they feel this is their, you know, their sole purpose, why they're here. You know, do they have a gift or do they really feel a calling? Uh, because typically when we feel passionate about something, it, it is connected. But even let's just say you just feel passionate and you have no idea what your purpose is. If you feel passionate, you should follow that. But if you also have a purpose and you combine your passion with your purpose, you are going to feel inspired. And when you're mm-hmm. inspired, you will take action. So if you follow that passion and that purpose with inspiration, you're going to achieve results. You're going to move towards your goal every time. Mm-hmm. So you hear it out there, listeners. Be, find something passionate and then just go out and really do it and then be inspired by it. That's basically what I'm hearing, right? Yeah, that is my formula. Passion yeah. plus purpose equals inspiration. And I, I once, agree once totally. Yeah, and once you're inspired, you will achieve what I call inspired results. Yeah, and, and I think without the passion, because I know some people who have succeeded who didn't have the passion in the beginning, it was ignited somewhere in the middle of what they were doing or towards the end of their project when they actually saw results. They yeah, got that can happen passion. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I sometimes it's just taking action. Sometimes you just need to take action. There's a, there's a level of faith that has to come into it where, you know, you have an idea and you think it's a good one and you just have to trust and move. It's you take action because as you take action and you begin to work on something, whatever it is, it could be that you want, you know, that you, you want to create a new living space or you, you know, because you're in a bad living situation and you want a new one. Or it could be that you have an idea for um, a painting or it could be that you want to create um, a new charity organization. You know, whatever it is, if you think it's a good idea, um, rather than getting stuck in the, the negative thoughts or the fearful thoughts that you could fail or it will be judged or, or whatever it is, if you just start taking action, that action will propel you forward. Absolutely. And eventually you'll feel passionate. I couldn't agree more. We're going to have to break for a commercial and we'll be right back, everyone. out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. Where can you listen to some of the world's top life coaches ready to dish out success tips and entrepreneurial guidance? The Voice America Empowerment Channel will do just that. Whether it's personal growth, building a better business, or inspirational life stories, make it a daily habit to tune into our programs. From weight loss and personal branding to law of attraction and increased happiness, you'll find it every day at VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Where can you find wisdom in the little conversations of every moment in a show? One that brings you golden nuggets that you can apply towards your burning desires, life, and success. Tune in to Little Conversations Today with host Dan Deegan. Our program will provide amazing breakthroughs in your life and help bring you closer to your dreams. Set your internal conversation GPS and tune in to Little Conversations Today, Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We're changing lives through the power of Little Conversations. 
Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are tuned in to Might Radio. Do you have a question or comment for our show? Perhaps you wish to share your own stories of human kindness. Please send an email to Gabriella Von Ray at gmail.com. That's G-A-B-R-I-E-L-L-A-V-A-N-R-I-J at gmail.com. Now, back to Might Radio with Gabriella Von Ray. And hi, everyone, and we're back with our guest, Nina Amir, who is sharing her wealth of information on how to achieve, achieve sorry, more inspired results. Nina, we were just talking about taking action. And if you took action, then the passion of that idea that you have will ignite and you will be inspired and do something. One of my friends said recently to me that they are incredibly fearful about change. How do you get someone to step into the action when most of their friends are always saying, and, and, and this goes for myself just as much as for other people, no, don't do that. What are you thinking of? This is crazy. You can't achieve it anyway. And so they kind of crush your spirit a little bit, if I may say so. And so you feel like you shouldn't do that because you're kind of held with this invisible constraint between your passion wanting to and everyone telling you not to what what is your take on that well if you feel i mean from the example you're giving this is mm-hmm. somebody with a lot of passion for what they want to do and they want to move forward but everyone's telling them not to so in that exactly. case yeah in that case i would say you have to shut out well you know there's 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 a time and a place to listen to the advice of others. You know, sometimes yep. there's good counsel out there. However, uh, I'm a firm believer in trusting your intuition. Mm-hmm. And, so and so I think that I would say trust your intuition, listen with a grain of salt, and move with your passion because you don't know what the agenda is of these other people. I mean, you have no idea. Sometimes if you're, what you're wanting to do means you're moving away, you know, in physical location, or you will be changing jobs and moving away from coworkers, or you're, um, it means, you know, anything that's going to cause separation between you and these other people, their agenda could be that they don't want that to happen. Or it could be that they they think you're going to fail and they don't want you to fail. Or, um, you know, any number of things that are on their minds that, that have nothing really, um, that, that are more to do with them than with you. And so, again, you listen with a grain of salt, and then if you feel secure within yourself, that you want to move forward um, and feel it's the right thing, then I say you do it. And if you have any qualms because of what they've said, I would find an objective person mm-hmm. to ask because your friends and family are not objective. They are not good people to give you feedback, really. 
Isn't it also very strange that when you just, when you get a promotion or it's within a job frame, like you work already for 10 years somewhere and you get a change within that structure, your friends applaud you. It's often when you go out on your own and try something totally new that the friends aren't behind you and applaud you. You know, this is, it's a really interesting thing. <laughs> I think I know. That there's a fear that, yeah. It comes from uh, moving outside the realm of what's known. And there is a part of them that um, they're, it's almost as if, I don't know, it's almost as if they're afraid you'll succeed. And if you do, then what does that mean for them? Yeah, because they they have been. Yeah, because they've been keeping their dream at bay because they're afraid that if they try, they'll fail. But if you succeed, then it puts into question the reason, all the reasons why they didn't follow their dreams. Yeah, absolutely. And they get very upset when you succeed too, though, which I have seen, which is kind of sad. Right, because they're jealous, because they want, to, they want to pursue their dreams, and they didn't because of their own fears of failure and of losing the security of their jobs. And you went out and you had the faith in yourself to follow your passion and your purpose and your dreams and your inspiration, and you achieved the results. And they didn't have the faith to do that or the courage, and so they're jealous. I really think that's what it comes down to. I, I agree totally with you. It's just hard for the person when they're in that situation. I always call it invisible constraints, you know. There's like these invisible um, walls around you that just keep you nicely into place. And if you push one brick out, even if you do it by accident, not even knowing that you push it out, there's no way back in. You have to live outside of that invisible constraint all of a sudden because you see something. And and only you can see it. That's why I personally always say, don't don't ask anyone. Just go for it. Right. Maybe even, you know, like when you write a book, um, I have a friend who's trying to write one, and every day everyone asks her how it's going. And then she gets so embarrassed that she doesn't always feel the flow is so right. right. And I said, just tell them that you put it on a hiatus. Because that way nobody asks you anymore. And maybe you can get back into the spirit of just writing for the joy of writing, right? Right. There was, um, uh, I had a teacher, he's an author, um, he recently died, uh, his name is Stuart Wilde, and he used to say that if you want to manifest anything in your life, don't tell anyone what it is. Just oh, hold, wow. hold it I would have liked him. Yeah, he says, just hold it close to your chest, <laughs> just don't tell anyone and just work on it on your own because uh, the outside influences are, are too hard. And, and you know, Absolutely. I think it's a scary thing for people because, because of everything we just talked about. Because sometimes when you take that plunge to, to create something for yourself that you really believe in and you're successful, you move beyond your friends you know, and your, and your former contacts because of all these reasons that they can't get it or they're not willing to accept it or they're jealous or whatever it is. Excuse me. 
but that's true. I'm really, really intrigued about how to blog a book because I think the whole concept, when I hear those words, when, when I read your bio and I, I, I heard that, how to blog a book, I said, what a fantastic idea for people that would like to write a book, but where the stumbling block in your head is like, oh my God, a whole book. No, I don't know how to do that. But blogging is something that I have a feeling everyone knows how to do. Well, everyone doesn't know how to do it, but it's actually quite easy. As far as technology is concerned, you can start a free blog. Um, If somebody's listening and wants to know how to do that, I suggest if you're going to do the free version, you use WordPress.com. But um, you can. (coughs) Excuse me. It's very easy to. Drink a glass of water. Yeah, let me take a sip of water. Hold on. Take a sip of water. So for everyone out there, she just said, Nina just said, go to WordPress.com. I agree with her totally. Um, it's a free blog, and you can start trying out whatever it is that you would want without the cost attached to it. Right. If, if you get serious. Yeah. And actually, I, if you really want to do this, I suggest you don't do the free version, but you do the paid version, which is WordPress.org, <clears throat> which is what we call self-hosted, which means you have to purchase hosting. But I don't want to get into all the technical aspects of it. <clears throat> Excuse me. But what you do is, you know, you, can, you set up this blog, and it's, like I said, it's not very technical. You could have somebody help you set it up if you do WordPress.org. It doesn't cost that much. And the great thing about this is this. If you have a message to impart, you have something to share, you have a story to tell, you can reach more people with a blog in a month than you could with a book in a year. And here's why. The average book today sells only about 250 to 300 copies in a year, 3,000 in its lifetime, whereas a blog that's doing decently well might have 300 to 3,000 people show up to read it in a month, possibly in a day. You could have 300 people in a day to your blog. So in a day or a month, you could have as many people read your blog as somebody might have read their book in a year. Wow. Or its lifetime. So you know, I never thought of that, ever. That is really important information that you just gave to people. Um, because the, that's the way they want to get out their message. No, right. Through the technology. Right. And so you can reach so many people. And then the other wonderful thing about it is that as you blog, so the idea of blogging a book is that you're breaking down the idea. You know, you take the idea of your book and you break it down um, you know, you plan it out and you break it down into post-sized bits, blog post-sized bits, and then you write them day by day and publish them on your blog. And they're only you know, 300 to 500 word pieces, so it becomes much more manageable. So you're not dealing with sitting down and writing for three hours or five hours and trying to turn out thousands of words. You're using, you know, you're just writing very small pieces and it it goes very quickly and it's much more manageable. But as you do that, as you Mm -hmm. post to your blog, you are actually putting um, on your blog uh, keywords. 
are the search terms that basically we use when we go to Google and we look for something. And the more often you post something or publish something on your blog, the more often Google comes along and catalogs that content, which is filled with keywords. And the more you do that, the faster you rise up in the search engine results pages. And those are the pages that, so if I put in how to blog a book, it's that first page that comes up. That's the first search engine results page that comes up with all the information related to how to blog a book. Well, when I blogged how to blog a book, after four months, I was number one on the search engine, the first search engine results page. That's what you want, because that's, wow. people don't go past the first or second page when they're looking no. for something. True. Right? So that's called discoverability. You become discoverable. So if you have a message or information or you want to make a difference in the world and you want people to be able to find you so you can actually tell them about what it is you want, you know, the way you want to impact them, you want to have a blog because the more you often you blog, the higher up in the search engines you're going to rise and the faster you will be discovered by people and be able to impact their lives. Absolutely. When we come back from the commercial break, you have to explain to us, too, if we need a lot of technology to be able to do that, because some of the listeners might hear search words, Google search engine, and get slightly <laughs> scared. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so everyone stay tuned. We'll be right back. What's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America show or host? For the latest news, visit the iRadio blog at iradioblog.com. Remember what life was like when you were a kid? When you had that zest for living and discovery, that total lightness of being. Can you still experience that today? Listen to Joy Awareness Radio with host Marlene Bork. Our show will invite you to be happier, to enjoy living a more conscious and exciting life. Learn from our guests and contributors, just like you, and make this your weekly stop to rediscover the capacity that you could be accessing. Tune in every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash World Talk Radio. You are tuned in to Might Radio. Do you have a question or comment for our show? Perhaps you wish to share your own stories of human kindness. Please send an email to Gabriella Von Ray at gmail.com. That's G A B. R-I-E-L-L-A-V-A-N-R-I-J at gmail.com. Now, back to Might Radio with Gabriella Von Ray. Hi, everyone, and we're back with Nina Amir. And for all of you that were listening, it wasn't difficult, okay? You just heard a couple of techno words here from Nina. But we were trying to tell you how 
to blog a book. So Mina, tell the listener out there just for a second that it is not difficult. What are the key ingredients that they need to get started? Okay, so it isn't difficult. Blogging is actually quite easy. As I said, you can do the free version at WordPress.com, and you know if you're mildly techie, or you know you can figure it out. Even if you're not mildly techie, you could probably figure it all out yourself. With the WordPress.org version, you can hire somebody um, for you know under five hundred dollars to get you set up, and then you can do it all yourself. After that, um, it's really quite simple. Um, when I talked about search engine. Um, uh, you know, search words and keywords. To be honest, um, what I tell people is uh, stay on topic. So if you're writing nonfiction, which, you know, means something that is factual, you're sharing knowledge, you're talking about your cause, uh, you're talking about life experiences, all you need to do is pick a topic and stay on topic and write about that topic day in and day out, and you will populate your content, you know, your blog posts with words that relate to your topic, and that's all you have to know. That's really Google, all there is to it. And Google does the rest, right? Because it yes, will see Google, the words anyway. Yes, Google shows up and catalogs it on its own. Um, the more, all, the only other thing you need to know is that the more often you publish a blog post, the more often Google shows up, and the faster you will become an authority on your subject and um, and be f- discoverable. You know, that's that's how you move up in the search. I really search like that. I really like that word, Nina. I want the listener to really get that. So if you have an idea and you don't do what Nina says, then you will stay probably somewhere on page 100 in the Google search engine. If you do what Nina says, then your idea might actually see the day of light by, I like that word that you chose, discoverability. Is that correct? Yes. What I just said? Mm-hmm. Yes. So you have a potential audience right there in front of your feed. And you can be discovered if you follow the simple steps that she just said to you. Now, and Nina, you have- I'm sure I'm sure you could tell the listeners about a course that you would have if they're interested in contacting you for that. Yes, I uh, I occasionally run a course on my um, via my site, howtobloggabook.com, uh, called Start Blogging Your Book. And uh, more often, I run a course through Writer's Digest University, and it's the same name as my blog and my book. It's just called How to Blog a Book. So if you go to writersdigest.com and uh, go to their university site and pop in there, How to Blog a Book, or my name, uh, they will find it. And it runs um, about every two or three months. Oh, that's super for people to be able I think to the do next that. One is, yeah, I think the next one's in March. <clears throat> Perfect. Because sometimes all we need is that little, little bit of incentive that we get the extra explanation. And otherwise, people can just basically contact you. For everyone who's listening, in the page of uh, Voice America, you will see all the links how to get in touch with Nina. Nina, I cut you off earlier. You wanted to finish saying something about discoverability, and it's so important that I want to give you a chance to to say what it was, if you still know it. 
Yes, I do. Thank you. Okay. I appreciate You're that. Welcome. <laughs> um, I was just going to mention actually something um, not about discoverability, but authority. I want uh-huh. to tell people that, uh, that tell our listeners that if they don't feel that they have, uh, that they are an expert in something, that becoming a blogger is the way to become the expert. I was not the expert on how to blog a book before I started the blog. But now I am the leading expert on how to blog a book. If you start a blog on a topic and you blog often and consistently on topic and you rise up, as I said, in the search engines and become discoverable, you become an authority on a topic. Just by the sheer fact that you have tons of content there, you know, for free for people to see. And from there, you can write a book. If you didn't blog a book, you can write a book. Um, But if you blog the book, then, of course, you can publish the book, and that makes you an authority. And you can write for other bloggers. You can guest post for other bloggers, and you can start getting assignments for magazines, and you can get... uh, uh, on radio shows, like with you, and, you know, all <laughs> kinds of things, and um, you become the authority on your topic. So this is a phenomenal way for you to begin, uh, you know, having an impact out there, even if you think that uh, you have no expertise, because you do. Everybody has an expertise in something. Everyone does, and I'm so glad Nina said this because it gives an easy segue into the other part. When when I was talking to you, Nina, before the radio show, one of the things I really like that we discussed is that so few of us out there in the professional world want to share our information, and I find that really sad. And it's one of the things that I asked Nina about because... I tell, as you know, Nina, and my my audience knows, I talk a lot. I do a lot of public speaking in schools. And the other day, I had a little girl in kindergarten, and boy, she was smart as a whip. And she had something to say. And I took the time to listen, and I actually learned something. And I just, with that, I'm always humbled that we learn from every single age. And what is nice is when you work with kids, they're so freely and willing to give it. And when we work with adults, they are not. And that touches my life every day that I see someone. I'm going to give you an example, Nina. Um, A nurse that is on her way to retirement and has everything to give the young nurses, and they do the opposite. They will send the young nurse for the syringes, literally almost in the hospital next door instead of telling them where they are. And and I see this kind of behavior, whereas this woman who is ready for retirement has so much information, like you, has so much information to give to the other person. What is your take on that? Why don't we do that? I don't know. Nina? I, it, you know, I'm, I'm thinking. <laughs> sorry, I'm thinking, sorry, sorry. I thought I, I lost you. No, I'm here. Um, I, th- I think it's just a unwillingness to give back to the younger generation or a disillusionment with the system or some I feel sense. me my take on it is I feel that if we give that information free information we feel that we're not valued or something but 
that, yeah, that was the next thing I was going to say, that we, we feel that we should be paid for it and that uh, I think sometimes uh, people do feel that they've been undervalued in their jobs and so they don't feel that they should have to do anything extra and that these other people coming up the pipe should, should have to work hard for it like they did. And but don't you feel it comes back in trifold, doublefold? I mean, it's amazing when well, yeah. you put something out there. Well, yeah, I think because the person we... remembers you. Look, look for example, today. There, there's someone that's going to listen to this and say, I'm going to do what Nina said. And it might not be today. It might only be in two months from now. But that's the impact that you had by giving this information. Of course. And, you know, what we put out is what we get back every time. Yeah. And so, you know, if you're not giving, you're, you're not going to receive... And so, I mean, not that we should give in order to receive, but I'm just saying, no. it's, you know, it's, it's how we behave in the world. The, the world is just our mirror. And so mm-hmm. if we function under the belief that we have not uh, been um, well compensated and therefore we shouldn't, you know, help anyone else because, you know, we're not being compensated for it, then that's just going to continue so, uh, but yes, I, but I definitely believe that you never know who you're, how you're helping or um, how you're helping or who you're helping every time you put something out there in the world. And, you know, today, so much of what we do, um, you know, like your radio show, all of this, we never know who we're reaching and how and, and how that's oh. going to impact us or them. But yet... And that, that's almost why we do it, because we want to put it out there, because it, it reverberates throughout the world, and, and that's, but we want to have an impact, and I don't, I, I, don't, I don't know, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> no, but I agree totally with you. For example, um, if you have that inspiring teacher that you had in grade nine, um, you didn't even know he was inspiring until you're maybe 30 and something reminds you of the course, and you go, that's it. That's what I wanted to do. How come right. I forgot? You that's know, right. I, I think, I mean, I have that a lot in my life that I kind of go, oh, my gosh, but it was that person. And the funny part is you remember their name instantly. When the thought comes up in you, the, the name of the teacher or the name of the person that sat somewhere at Starbucks that gave you that advice you remember their name, even if it was a total right. stranger. That's right. And you it's know, this quite is something, intriguing. Right. Is there something to remember? I just wrote a blog post yesterday about um, how writers can become speakers. And, uh, and I was talking about the fear of speaking. And I said one of the things that always helps me, and this just pertains to our conversation, is, yes. is the idea that when you, when you speak, and, but this goes for everything, mm-hmm. but when you get up and speak to an audience, you never, there was a story I was told or advice I was given that when you speak to an audience, you should always know that there's one person in the audience who needs to hear what you have to say. So it could yeah. be that everyone walks out and says, that was baloney. You know, she's full of it. It was a waste of my time. But there's one person that is going to walk out yeah. and you will have spoken directly to them. They needed to be there that day. And they're going to take your message and change their life because of you. And, I and want that's to add the only thing that, that matters. I agree 
Totally. And I want to add to that, that even if you're doing a public speaking somewhere, you were expecting 100 people and there's only 20 that show up. It doesn't matter because like Nina just said, it's that one person in that 20 people. That's the one that needed to hear the message. And even if there's only one person sitting there. Yeah, Instead of but, 200, you give the talk anyway, because it's that yeah. one person who showed up to hear you. Yeah, And you I don't know. have any idea how you're going to impact their life. They're nope. the ones who could go off and totally transform their lives because of you sitting there and talking to them one-on-one. And the impression that it makes on them that you gave the talk anyway. Though, yeah. I agree totally with you. And so, and, and it doesn't have to be about a talk, a public speaking. It could, this is, has to do with everything we do, whether it's, you know, showing, you know, doing a, um, you know, creating a project or um, writing a book that you don't know whether anyone's going to read it or um, uh, putting a video out into the world or... Um, Creating a charity event, or it doesn't really matter what it is. If you nope. believe in it and think it's going to have impact, even if it impacts only one person, you made a that, difference. That's all that matters. And with those thoughts, we're going into one more commercial, and we'll be right back, everyone. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Save on your prescriptions with the RX Savings Plus Drug Discount Card offered by Voice America. It is not insurance and discounts are only available from participating pharmacies, but 9 out of 10 pharmacies participate nationwide. Start saving today. Print your free card online at voiceamerica.rxsavingsplus.com or text the word talk radio to 96362. You are tuned in to Might Radio. Do you have a question or comment for our show? Perhaps you wish to share your own stories of human kindness. Please send an email to Gabriella Von Ray at gmail.com. That's G-A-B-R-I-E-L-L-A-V-A-N-R-I-J at gmail.com. Now, back to Might Radio with Gabriella Von Ray. Hi, everyone. And my radio always goes too fast. We think it's an hour and that's a lot of time. And it isn't, right, Nina? No, never enough. Never enough. So we have five minutes left, everyone, for the listener. And we really want to ask Nina personally, what is the message that she wants to convey to us listening to her? What is it that we need to take home and actually start doing, Nina? 
I think the main thing is uh, is to to really look at what is stopping you from moving forward towards your goals and towards your dreams because if you want to achieve your potential in life and if you want to manifest your dreams and your goals, you have to get over the obstacles. And it's not just by sheer willpower that we do that. It really more often than not has to do with going back to looking at uh, your the, the thoughts you have and the beliefs you have that are preventing you from taking uh, action. And, you know, it's, it's like they say that uh, your, your thoughts, um, the, the, the habits you have now are, have only gotten you this far. And I would say that for me, um, the only way that I became um, a successful author was by developing what I call an author attitude. But this attitude pertains to almost anything, really. And the author attitude, I, I've created an acronym um, for the word that goes with the word woot, like woot, woot, you know, when we get excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Goes, woot, woot. Yeah. So, and that, that um, the W is willingness. Mm-hmm. And that's really, if we want to make this more general, not just for authors, willingness um, is the willingness to change. The willingness to, to do what it takes to change to achieve your goals. The O is optimism, because optimistic people are uh, have a higher likelihood. The studies show that they have a higher likelihood of achieving their goals because when they get rejected or get negative feedback, they don't take it personally. Negative people take it personally and they see it as something wrong with themselves that they can't change, whereas optimistic sure. people see it as just something, um, uh, something, uh, you know, just feedback and, and something that they can do something about. And they set about doing that. They, they, they make changes so that they can move forward. Okay. Fantastic. The other O is objectivity. Mm-hmm. So we need to learn to be objective. I mean, obviously, if you're a writer, you have to be objective about all kinds of things because you get a lot of feedback on your writing. But in general, if you are objective, it's the same. You have to learn to be objective about all the feedback you get back, about the, the idea you have, about yourself. You have to, in general, be objective so that you can filter through a lot of that uh, a lot of the feedback that's coming at you, like we talked about, from friends, from family, from other people, so that you can figure out really what is the right thing for you to do and how, so, and how to take the feedback you're getting and apply it to improve whatever it is you want to do and move forward in the right way. So you and can't for, hit the fan that gives you criticism. Right. <laughs> right. right, because there are people <laughs> that do that, actually, just so you know. Right. I saw an author say to someone that said to the author, I don't like your book. <laughs> the author was wildly mad. Yeah, no, you can't do that. You can't do yeah. that. And then the T okay. is, the T is for tenacity. Because no matter what it is you want to do, whether it is writing a book or whether it's, you know, creating some kind of movement or, you know, whatever. Um, or, or whether it's, you know, just getting out of your marriage or whatever it is, you have to have the tenacity, which means determination sure. and persistence and perseverance to stick with it no matter what yeah. until but, you get to your goal. And so that's what I would leave people with is that, that, that you need to develop the attitude um, to be successful. 
attitude to be successful. Wow, that's that's a food for thought for me when I hear that. I hope for the listeners it is too. So Woot is willingness, optimism, objective, and tenacity. Ob- objectivity and tenacity. Objectivity. Yes. Sorry, sorry, sorry. My English heard what I wanted to hear. <laughs> I was close, though, thank goodness. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, um, Nina, I thought this was an amazing show, and I would love to have you on again about a couple of specific things because there's so much that you do, and you have written so many books. We can all learn from you, and I enjoy <laughs> so much that you're willing to share uh, without any hesitation. So I thank you for doing that. And I would like to give you the opportunity to let people know either your number, your email, how to get in touch with you, your websites, and especially, Nina, don't forget, don't be shy here, don't be humble, where they can buy your book. Okay, okay well, thank you. And, and I have start. enjoyed immensely being on the show and would love to be back. So okay. they, can, um, they can find uh, my website at okay. ninaamir.com, and that's N-I-N-A-A-M-I-R.com, and that okay. will lead, uh, lead everyone to all my blogs. So my blogs, uh, the writing blogs are writenonfictionnow.com and howtoblogabook.com, and then I also have asthespiritmovesme.com. But everything can be found at ninaamir.com. They can email me at okay. nina at... NinaAmir.com. Okay. And they can find all my books by going to uh, www.booksbyninaamir.com, and that will take them to the Amazon page. However, there are some books that, uh, that are not on Amazon, and those can be found either at writenonfictionnow.com uh, or um, at ninaamir.com. So they just need to click around, and they they will find the other books that are more personal growth and that I just haven't put up on Amazon yet. And so for everyone else, you can go to Voice America, to the Empowerment Channel, and you type Nina Amir, and you will find her in our search engine of Voice America under Might Radio. And Nina, once again, we have a couple of seconds left. Thank you so much for the show it was fun and I learned a lot and I'll do my best to blog a little bit more (laughs) that's what I got I need to blog better so thank you so much Nina and I will call you and we'll do another show together that would be great and thank you so much for uh, inviting me to be on the show it was my honor Okay, and everyone, we'll be back next week with another guest, and the Ball of Human Kindness is in Hawaii for four days, and then we're back in L.A. Thank you, everyone, and see you next week. Thank you again for joining us this week. Might Radio with Gabriella Von Ray can be heard every Friday at noon Eastern Time, 9 Pacific Time, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a great week, and until our next show, think of a random act of kindness that you can perform. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. 
For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 